Welcome to episode 101 of Flights, Football, and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How are you doing, Dave? I am better than most, not as good as some, even though my football team got absolutely annihilated yesterday. More on that later. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I'm still wearing the Sparty shirt. That's right. You know, Got to take hey, the good oh, with the bad. For sure. I, I, I was in a Bears fatigues all day. Right. Not that you asked, but I'm doing fine. Didn't I ask? Oh, we got <laughs> no, caught on the yeah. Sparty thing, no. and I was lamenting, and I was no. just... I guess I, I didn't want to start crying again in front of the listeners. Would it be in front of the listeners? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah, because most of them listen in their car, so they're driving, and the, most radios are in front, so they we're in front of the okay. listeners. there you go. But, uh... I thought episode 100, I thought segments two and three, I thought we rebounded quite not lice, quite nicely. Episode one, I felt like we were a couple of uh, teenage boys home alone watching Cinemax After Dark to start <laughs> with. We were you know, a little nervous, you know, kind of like, you know, fidgeting with her zipper and just a little, little nervous. Okay. Well, actually, that would probably be more with your first date, not with Cinemax After Dark, because you really shouldn't be nervous watching TV, I don't think. Yeah, that was a bad analogy. You strike that analogy. <laughs> but uh, that went off the rail. That's a, I'm going to say that's a pod first of going off the rails that quickly. Yes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, but yeah, I just you know because I don't typically re-listen to the podcast like everybody else to listen. I don't like to re-listen because I, just, I hear myself talk enough. Um, but I, you know, I had to, and I the first segment was just kind of clunky and like we were nervous. It was like segment one, episode one. Yeah. Not segment one, episode hundred. But I thought we rebounded nicely with seg- with segments two and three. So agreed. Let's hope we give uh, the folks a a trio of solid segments. <laughs> let's do it. So uh, first beer, we've got uh, we've got a bottle from Founders. From their bottle shop series, it's the Highball Drifter, and this comes in at eleven percent, twenty-five IBUs. All right. And the description on the side, you got two different, really two different descriptions. On the side of the front label, it says ale aged in bourbon barrels with orange peel and cherry, and then on the back, it's got there's a new sheriff in town. Meet Highball Drifter. A barrel-aged uh, sipper. Oh, my God. That means I'm in trouble if we're supposed to oh. sip it. Yeah, that's true. Wait a minute. I got Inspired it. by our founder, there. Uh, by our favorite bourbon. Go ahead. I had the wrong glasses on. Sorry. Uh, bourbon cocktails. The second entry in our bottle shop series, Highball Drifter presents aromatic of aromatics of caramel and vanilla dried fruit. And spice, while hints of cherry and butter, oh, bitter orange peel. Jesus, can they make the, can, who's supposed to read this? Nobody. God <laughs> dang it. Anyway, it's going to be good. So, um, and like I was telling you, I, earlier in the summer, I had their first, I can't remember what it was called, but it was from the Bottle Shop series and it was very tasty. So ho- let's hope uh, Highball Drifter does not disappoint. Got my Deschutes t-shirt on. Oh, it looks like almost like a, well, it's a little thick to be a wine, but there's a, a wine color coming out of the bottom. And once she gets in the glass, and I match my Deschutes t-shirt with my Deschutes brewery glass. Well, I hope it tastes just as good in the Hoplot glass, because that's what I got. 
Cheers. Oh, you can smell the bourbon on the nose. Uh-oh. Oh, Mike's in trouble. Oh, and especially at 11%. <laughs> Hello. Ah. <laughs> See, now, don't tell them, like, last week we had that, but it was only like a 6%er. Mm-hmm. And I said it was nothing but bourbon, and you didn't taste it. Now, don't tell me, if you can't taste bourbon in here, then you're either lying, your oh, taste buds yeah. are... Sh- okay, because... No, it, no, no, this th- is... Yeah, this is... But if you're, this is actually... The vanilla and the cherry save it. Otherwise, I don't know if I'd be able... Well, who's kidding? Who? I'd be able to finish it, but I don't know if I'd like it. <laughs> but the cherry and the vanilla yeah. help temper the... This is a great fall barrel-aged beer. This is, you know, and, and I do. I like the bourbon. I know I like it more than you, but, uh, yeah, this is this is wonderful. This is awesome. Yeah, and I, I I think what in the description that you were struggling to read because of the small print, sipper is the key word. I don't think right. this, this 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 definitely isn't a lawn mowing beer. No, <laughs> this fucker, you know. I think our middle and... our middle one our, our second our second segment beer is the lawn mowing beer. No, this is this is a good sipper. I can see sitting around a campfire yeah. and getting toasty in more ways than one with this. Big For time. sure, yeah. Um, all right, I got to jump right into it because I had a busy busy week of television. Liz and I did. All right. Um, Said it before and I'll say it again. Listeners, it's worth the $10.99 for Showtime. Um, originally got it for Shameless, the, the final season. And then loyal listener Brian Adams. Can't give him a Twitter handle or anything because he's not on any social media. So can't follow him or like him or do anything with Brian. He's just out there. Just yell out <laughs> your car window. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, And then he got me hooked on your honor the brian cranston thing that was really good and now liz and i are trying to juggle uh three separate ones on showtime uh and they're both two of them are on sunday nights uh first of all now for those who like to binge maybe wait a little bit because the first two i'm going to tell you about are weekly series so i mean like if you if you subscribe to showtime tonight got it you could only watch, well, you could watch three of one and two of the other. Because the first one is Dexter New Blood. Right. Episode three is tonight. Liz and I watched one and two. Uh, from where the series ended, which was one of the worst series finales of all time. But you're a fan of the oh, series. I love it. Love the series. Right. Although towards the end it got a little, and the series finale was absolutely horrible. I was wondering where, um, through two episodes, Dexter First Blood may be as good as up to the season with John Lithgow in it. Okay. Which was, I think, season three, four, or five. So do I need to see the prior seasons to really jump in with First Blood? or Not really, because they do a good job of explaining it. And it's not really a spoiler. His sister, um, well, the only spoiler, I'll give you a spoiler of the first series. His sister is killed in the first installment of the series and she he sees her so she she's not a ghost but it he sees her and she talks to him gotcha. and obviously only Dexter can uh but no so you, you can get caught up to speed they make subtle references about you know the Iceman killer or, or whatever sure, so, but, but yeah you, you'd be able to get by okay but yeah so really looking forward to how that season goes 
uh, episodes three tonight, like I say, Monday night football tomorrow. So Liz and I will probably get to episode three on Tuesday. Now, second series that I've been watching is, um, and I want to give you a review. And the review off of IMDb gave it a two out of ten. Within the first 10 minutes of this show, you get to see two kids having sex and then a woman masturbating. Contrary to what writers think, seeing these moments of highly personal in intimacy do not create an instant connection with the characters. If anything, it is a cheap and quick way of providing instant watchability. Um, I don't see the user... Uh, okay. We are long, long past the point where such scenes carry any amount of shock value and seem rather obligatory and implied mandate of the programming, if you will. I'm putting my foot down. I will no longer watch characters having sex because it is gross. Well, you know the, you know, you know the old saying, Dave. You know Doesn't the, provide shock value? You, you know the old saying, Dave. <laughs> One man's trash is another man's treasure because keep in mind the woman masturbating with their little vibrator was uh, Rose from uh, the Charlie Sheen and the other guy with the son. Um, oh. Two and a half men. Yeah. Um, so Rose, who was always after Charlie. Right. She's obviously a little bit older and, you know. A little more mature. More mature, and she actually. You know, put on some weight from there, but first episode, and we, and we just watched the second episode today, and I'm looking forward to. It. I actually love the series through two episodes. Okay, uh, it's about a, it's one of those where, based in 1996 and present day, so some of it's in present day, yeah, and then they turn back the clock to 96. Now I was still getting over the shock value of the two. Kids having sex and then the woman masturbating. Right. So, I what was the name of this thing again? You know what? You, you might be right. I never did uh, say that, <laughs> did I? It's called Yellow Jackets. Oh, yeah. No, you um, didn't. The only star I think that anybody would recognize is, and I'm horrible with names, she was the daughter in um, Cape Fear. And she also, I want to say, she might have even been in Vacation as a sister. Well, Vacations now, had quite a few of the The, 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 the very daughters. first one. Okay. Anthony Michael Hall's sister in the original Vacation. Oh. And I'll, I'll get to her name in a second. but um. Okay. No, but I can I can see who yeah. you're... T yeah. And Kate Fear, she also played a daughter in Kate Fear. But she's much older and she's actually... Look of course, I think it's for the part. Uh, she really looks rough in this particular scene, uh, series. But yeah, the first two episodes I thought were great. And I would give it way more than two out of ten because this person rating this is obviously a prude, and you know, because that was got when you or just seen so much of it that it doesn't provide a shock value anymore, right? But you don't see anything though. That's what's the beauty of it because, like, oh, the, the, her quote unquote masturbating scene pans into the room and you hear okay, okay, and then it shows her face. And Are you then, sure it wasn't a yellow jacket? And then she and then she throws her little friend to the side of the bed when she's ah, done. Gotcha. So that it, it, up until they showed that, it was actually just implied that it was she was what she was doing. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's not a spoiler alert because um, you find out right in the beginning of this. It, um, in '96, this girls' soccer high school girls' soccer team was tra traveling to nationals, and one of the kids. Parents have money, so they rented a private jet, and the private jet crashed. Oh. 
and then um, they, uh, yeah, you know, right. they were stranded in for I think it's nineteen months, and then you know hijinks ensue, right? And they go from there. So, but yeah, so that's every Sunday, and then the third uh, showtime, American Rust. That's actually that's been that's a little bit. I, I think you could really steamroll through some of those because I think the first season of that's actually already over. All right. Um, I want to say Brian, not Brian Daniels. You'd know the guy if I saw him. But that actually is a small town cop that's struggling with a little uh, drug oh, addiction. Oh, I've seen, com- I've seen yeah. commercials for this. Yeah. So that's very good. And then, yeah. uh, last but not least, Liz really doesn't watch this with me. I'm uh, episode. I'm through episode twenty of season two of Riverdale. And that's not, that series is so fucking stupid, but I'm locked in now. So so let me get this straight. So you're watching all these new things, plus you're watching Riverdale, which you say is so stupid, but you're mm-hmm. locked in. When are you going to start Yellowstone? Probably after. Well, not after these two, because these two are ongoing. I would probably because I might have because I, I looked looked ahead at Riverdale. There's 22 episodes in season two, 22 episodes in season three, 19 in season four, 19 in season five. And they're like 45 to 55 minute episodes. So I might finish season two, back burner it until I get my knee surgery and I'm just laying on the couch and have nothing else, literally nothing else to do. Right. So. Gotcha. um, And then maybe that's when we'll get to Yellowstone. After the first season of American Rust. Because like I said, we won't wait till after Dexter and Yellow Jackets because those those probably won't be over till end of January, early part of February. Right. So I just... Uh, I The only thing I watched, Red Notice, which is on Netflix. Liz said that's very good. Not to interrupt me. Liz yeah. said that because she watched that without me and she said it's very good, but I haven't seen it. Go ahead. Nah, it's entertaining. It falls in line with the... you know. So it's, it's Gail Gadot, Wonder Woman. Right, mm-hmm. uh, Dwayne Johnson, and, aka The Rock. Yeah, I don't think he really goes by that anymore, though. And Ryan Reynolds. So Ryan Reynolds is basically playing Ryan Ryan Reynolds just in another role. Smartass, you know, whatever. Uh, but it just it falls in line along with those those action uh, uh, dual superstar comedy yeah. slash action. There's a bunch of them. I could fact check myself and go through and name a bunch of them, but I, not right now. But and then uh, so that that was entertaining. But then I caught up on Yellowstone. So and I'm telling you what, man, I just I was watching that, and and Shelly was watching. She was watching it uh, episodes one and two of season four again. And every time something would happen that the normal person would you know kind of cringe or like oh you know because uh, it would be excessively violent or just I just started laughing because I'm like just I was thinking about the actors and the writers like how can they come up with this stuff and and these two characters uh, especially uh, Kelly Riley okay she's I don't know if I don't know I can't think of what she's in besides Yellowstone but she's been in some other stuff Uh, she plays Beth Dutton um, uh, Kevin Costner's daughter and then this guy, Cole Hauser, H-A-U-S-E-R, um, had some small roles before this, but his character's called Rip Wheeler. I'm telling you what, these two, it's not a spoiler alert, they end up, they end up their, their, their fate is intertwined from the beginning. 
But they are two of the most badass, just scary people that do the most heinous. Like, don't piss them off. I think Chuck mentioned those two. I think he, he likes those characters as well. So what? So how many episodes are in, they into season four? Ah, uh, they're only in two two episodes into season four. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I and I I compare Kelly Riley's character with that Sylvia Hoax from um, from C. A couple episodes okay. back, if you've been following along, uh, C is uh, with uh, Jason Momoa and um, um. Oh come on. The other guy. Yeah, the other guy. Um, it's his brother in the character Jesus. He plays he plays uh, Drax in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. God dang it! How do I forget his name? And I've never seen it, so uh, you know who this is. Yeah. He was a wrestler. Um, God dang it! Everybody's shouting into yeah. their into their radio or however their phone, however they're listening to this right now. Anyway. Um, She's Queen Kane. She's the one I was telling. Like she's just fucking evil. Like this. Like this. These two women in real life would be scary. I mean, like just because they get into their characters so intensely, it's like there has to be part of them that that kind of flows into that character because they're that you watch it and you're you're sitting kind of like going back in your chair, just a little bit scared that. They might come through the TV and do something hor- horrible to you. Dave Batista. Yeah. God damn it. Dave. Yeah, that's right. it. Yeah. Shit. I yeah, should. it's a Why really, it's a really wacky, far out name for me to remember. Dave. I should have remembered Batista. Yeah, I should have remembered. Why is he so far down the list? I, I don't know. Oh. He was. I, I think he's off the. He's dead. Oh. I didn't say anything. Well, I mean, it's gonna be a. It's gonna be a long time before I get caught up. I. I Yellowstone seems like it interests me more than C does. Yeah. So oh, I would. No, then, no, no. You know, I, I would have other. you watch Yellowstone way before C. Um, and also, prior to um, starting the pod, the big dog, Nate from oh, yeah. Spilling the Nachos, who just released their episode 24, I believe, this weekend. And he dropped over a six-pack last week, uh, Blood Orange IPA from uh, 21st Amendment Brewery. Uh, we tried it on the pod episode 15. You had it rated a 3.85. I had it rated a 3.65. Um, yeah, thanks, pl- Nate. Yeah, Appreciate it. Plenty of flavor, and I don't know if I'd go as high as 3.65 this time around. I mean, shit, that's 86 episodes ago. Uh, we were still in our basically our IPA infancies. A lot of flavor, though, but it was almost yeah. like drinking an orange juice. There was so much orange to it. So I would have probably came in with like a 3. Four-ish range, Sec- and second time around, if we were to have rated that on the pod, very drinkable though. It was pretty intense. Now, if this was, you know, if this was the second or third beer, it'd probably get rated a little bit higher, just because your, you know, taste buds are deadened a little bit with whatever, especially with what we're drinking right now. Yes. <laughs> um, that is, uh, yeah, the bourbon. I just had another pull of the uh, highball drifter, and that bourbon, it, it'll it it'll kick in on you. Uh, but yeah, I think that catches us up on our viewing pleasures for the day. Yeah. <laughs> Only one minor one from last week. My wife pointed it out. Thanks, Liz, for keeping me on my toes. And you, because you said, you know, when we were talking about the days we recorded and, you know, 
we, we did Zooms and, well, you know, yeah. sometimes I was up at Michigan Tech. And then we both had kind of mentioned, well, did you do Zoom when, when we went to Paris? And I'm like, no, we didn't do Zoom. I think we did, we went like Tuesday through Saturday. And Liz is like, we didn't go to Paris Tuesday through Saturday. We were Saturday to Saturday. And we went to Paris November of 19. And you guys started the pod December of 19. So we went par- to Paris even before the pod started. Right. So that's why we didn't have an episode disrupted <laughs> while yeah. we were in Paris. So, um, That's all right. You yeah. just got a little slap on the it, hand. Yeah, exactly. Um, ready to rate yeah, this? Yeah, I think we're going to rate Highball Drifter before I pass out of the, the bourbon. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm enjoying this a lot. Like, I mean, a lot. So I'm going 4.15. I think it's got... Great, great flavor. This is a good, and the time of the year, it's cold. You know, this is definitely a by the campfire, uh, ice fishing, uh, like you said, whenever you want to get um, a really good bourbon, kind of a, but it's got great flavor to it. All right. I, it's definitely not, because there's too much of a bourbon taste, and I'm not, you know, as you guys have seen on uh, Destination Bourbon episode 59 when we did the joint venture. Um I don't do well with bourbon. And I agree with you. There is a lot of flavor to this. And you could the vanilla and the cherry really do save it for me. But there is that overwhelming bourbon that just reminds me too much why I'm not a bourbon drinker. So I'm going to come in because I still liked it. And like if, this was, if you bought a four-pack and you have two more up there and after recording when we flip on the football game, you say, hey, you want another one? I'm going to say, yeah, sure, why not? I've got two more. All right, sure. <laughs> um, but 3.65. All right. Okay, let's check in and see what our fine friends at Untapped have to say about this. And type it in. Boom. All right, so 6.9 thousand check-ins, right? Yep. 4.06. Wow, so you were right on. See, so I feel a little uh, left. But you know what? If, if you're a bourbon, if you right. like bourbon, this is a fantastic beer. Right. The bourbon taste is just... Not doing it for you. And again, 3.65 is a solid rate. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean... Hell yeah. What you? It was 4.06, you said? Uh, 4.06, yes. All right, so... Yeah, like I said, I mean, if we're still functioning at the end when you do all your editing and I'm just uh, editing. <laughs> We've got a bunch of stutters going today. <laughs> yeah, this is, it's already got me drunk. So, um, or hell, maybe even between segment one and two or segment two and three, maybe I'll pull one of the other ones. But <laughs> so, but yeah, I just, it's not four-worthy okay. because of the overpowering right. bourbon. Well, Mike, this second selection we've got here, I don't think is going to be overwhelming. So you don't have to worry about uh, that bourbon taste smacking you right between the eyes. No. It is, however, a uh, third and final donation from my sister-in-law, Mary Ellen, on her main trip. Hey, thanks, Mary Ellen. Yeah, thanks again, Mary Ellen. Very much. Appreciate it. And on Thanksgiving Day, give me a double thumbs up when you see me if you've heard this or you didn't hear it. So I'm not expecting the double thumbs up to be quite honest with you. <laughs> little tat, little, little. I throw little nuggets out there, and then there's something you know. Yeah. If yeah. I walk in, right, at Uncle Tom's house, there and you I go. get Mary Ellen to give me a double thumbs up. I know she listened. Absolutely. No, no double thumbs up. We know we don't have a listener. <laughs> All right. This is coming from Booth Bay, Maine. 
All right, now if you've never been to Booth Bay, Maine, I haven't. It is right up Interstate Highway One. You go up Portland and then to Brunswick, and then you got to get off the highway somewhere that somewhere there, and you got a bunch of like peninsulas, I guess, and islands and stuff like that. That uh, if this global warming thing is actually a thing, they'll all be underwater here in the next. 20 years. Which will be a shame because I believe about 13% of our listening audience re- resides in Booth Bay, Maine. Really? Yeah, so <laughs> we, we got to keep them above water. Oh, we do. Oh, my yeah. God. Let's go. So everybody, you know, make sure you do your uh, your best to stop global warming because we got to keep that microbrewery afloat. Or actually on land. So here we go. Uh, this is called Silly Buoys. It is 5% ABV, 35 IBUs. It is their sessionable IPA. So this is supposed to be, you know, their lawnmower beer. Their lawnmower IPA. Now only at 5%, they they made an effort, if you read the fine print, to try to get the ABV lower than what a standard IPA would be, which is 6% or 6.5. So we'll we'll have to check this out and see. Your glass. I'm going to give you a little rusted smoke from Mackinac City as I'm going to go with the Maple Grill. All right, so I'm about due for another meal at the Maple Grill. Oh, boy, this is a... That is a horrible pour. What the heck? Well, you too. Oh, yeah, we both... That I mean... What's going on there? Once we get to YouTube, the, list, the viewers will be able to see um, that... Is an episode two or three pour? Yeah, that's not good. I don't know, but I see. I tried to go slow. I so got she a, said. Uh, <laughs> thanks a lot. See, we're, we're we're getting a picture. We're gonna get that on on Facebook to show the listeners. Even trained professionals can make mistakes. All right. Well. Well, that's that's just that foam's just sitting there. Yeah. I don't even know if I can. I don't even know if the beer can get through that. Yeah, we'll try, we'll try it. We're troopers. Cheers. Oh. Yep, just, as, a, just a hint of IPA, but more, almost more of a lager, but just a, like maybe just a, like a sprinkle of hop to say, okay, that might be an IPA. Right. I mean, but as advertised, though, it's pretty light. Oh yeah, very. Oh yeah, definitely light. You could you could easily cut grass and pick up leaves with this. Um. All right, as we wait for the head to settle there, college. No, let's start with. I'm going to give you a little uh, quiz here. Okay. See how closely you were paying attention over this past week. Mm-hmm. Not going to spend a lot of time on it. Okay. But I'm just going to rapid fire. And no, this is not an early random uh, random question. All right. Sports segment. All right. 2021 Major League Baseball Awards. Uh, give me the uh, National League and the American League Roy or Rookie of the Year. No idea. Can't right. even begin to tell All right. you. National League with Jonathan India. And American League was Randy Rosarina. <laughs> Which I, I still don't like that. I mean, Rosarina played. I've been in the Rosarina before. In 2020, but didn't play enough games. 
So he was still qualified. You're either a rookie or you're not. It's still like you're pregnant. You're pregnant or you're not pregnant. You're not just, well, he's kind of like a rookie, even though he played a little bit the year before. He's still considered a rookie. No, you're you're pregnant or you're not pregnant. But anyway, by uh, by baseball rules, yeah. Randy mm-hmm. Rose Arena was still considered a rookie. Mm-hmm. All right. Next award that came out was the Manager of the Year. National League Manager of the Year. Um, Your boy. Uh, my boy would have been in the American League. Wow. <laughs> and it wasn't him. It was Gabe Kapler of the Giants. Oh, yeah, Gabe. American, Gabe, shit. How did I not American know League Manager of the Year. Um, uh, Mitch Kumstein. <laughs> Kevin Cash of the Rays. Oh, God. Kevin, how did I not know Next that? Next award that came out was a Cy Young, American League Cy Young Award winner. Now, this actually, I that came across my phone at one point. Um, uh, Chevy Chase. Nope, you obviously didn't pay close enough attention to it. Uh, American League Cy Young Award winner was Robbie Ray. Yep. National League Cy Young Award winner. Um, You'll never get this. It was Corbin Burns of the Brewers. No, yeah. All right, so now here, the, the reason I bring these baseball awards up because the listeners are like, I don't give a flying fuck about baseball anymore. It's football. Obviously, from my answers, you can. Um, but I do want to talk about one thing with the final awards that were given out, which are the MVP awards. All right. And it's at this point that loyal listener sometimes, although I think it's my mom guilted him into listening that he's listened to the last few, at the Fishman 8. He, right now he's given his standard, pushing up the old glasses, you know, closer to the head and, and giving me this, his standard eye roll on my take here on the MVP because, all right, American League MVP, now you should get this one. Even you should get this one. Okay. Uh, American League MVP. Uh, Matt Scherzer. <laughs> he was a National League. <laughs> um, and we we talked about him a lot of times during the summer on this podcast. Probably Shohei Otani. Oh, I, I actually should have gotten that one. You're yeah, right. you should have, but you yeah. didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Fuck, you didn't no. even give me an American League I must, player. I must not be pregnant. <laughs> you didn't even give me an American League player, for fuck's sakes. All right, now who's the National League Mike, player? have you noticed the pattern here? <laughs> Who is the National League MVP? Uh, Matt Scherzer. <laughs> no. Um, it was Bryce Harper. Now, okay. here's where at the Fishman's 8, I I do know a Bryce. Here's where the, the Fishman 8's... <laughs> standard, traditional eye roll as he pushes the glass up and gives me his eye roll and the shake of the head. Is like, he's like a big brother or something. He's just disgusted yeah. that I'd, I like to blab about this. But apparently the Angels have the greatest players ever because the only players that ever win the American League MVP are Shoyo Otani, obviously this is his first year, and Mike Trout. Trout. Actually, I was going to say Trout, but I knew he didn't. So well, yeah, he's probably one of the only players that I know from. And he missed like 70 games this year, if right. not more. Right. Well, you know what? This is the age-old debate when like Andre Dawson, or no, actually it was Cal Ripken won the MVP from Alan Trammell in the 80s or whatever it was. And actually Andre Dawson, I think, won it too for a shitty-ass Cubs team. MVP. Most valuable player. Okay, show the Angels were 77 and 85. So they were they sucked. They were below okay. They sucked. Yeah. So he wasn't that fucking valuable for them. <laughs> right. Cuz they sucked. 
And Bryce Harper, I mean, at least they were over 500, the Phillies, at 82 and 80. I mean, and, yeah. and again, this is an age-old debate. I, Cal Ripken Jr., I want to say in 1980-whatever, won the American League Most Valuable Player, and the Orioles won like three games that year. Obviously, they didn't. And Alan Trammell had a very good year, and the Tigers won the division or something like that. Right. Andre Dawson played for last place Cubs team and won the MVP. Oh, by the way, stop. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Back it up. Another correction corner. Tom Brady, even though this isn't really a corrections corner, Tom, but remember we hemmed and hawed last week, six rounds. Tom Brady was a sixth round pick. Oh, last no, seventh round. round. Yeah, we yeah, said yeah, six, yeah. but we didn't say for sure it was seventh round. We right. were saying, I, we can't remember. It's either six or seven. Right. Anyway, get back to baseball. So I guess my whole point of bringing up the baseball awards before we dive into college football, um, isn't a valuable player somebody who helps his team win? And without that player, the winning wouldn't be possible. That's what I think a most valuable yeah. player is. Right. So why in the how is Shoyo? I don't fucking care that he pitched. Maybe they would have had three wins instead of seventy-seven without him. I don't know. Right. I didn't his, see enough of those right, games. But his team still sucked. Yeah. So they sucked with him. They would have sucked worth without him. But how valuable was he? Right. So you're telling me, okay, um, Gabe Kapler was the manager of the year for the Giants, who over. Yeah, I mean they were supposed to finish last. So it, it was just Gabe Kapler's decision. The, the Giants had not one fucking player on their team that did anything, right? Because because Bryce Harper led his team to an eighty-two and eighty thin, eighty-two and eighty season, and he's the MVP. The manager. So it must have been every single decision Kapler made led to a win, and the Giants had no players whatsoever, and nobody did any good for the Giants. Well, what do the people say that defend those decisions? Well, they're How, Shohei Otani is a feel good. Um, Asian-born player coming over here. He plays in. The, he's a hitter and a pitcher, so he was going to win it, even if the Angels never won a game. Which still goes against my theory. It's like, okay, who? Uh, the I mean, you could argue Randy Rosarina, fucking his team won the division, right? You know, why wouldn't instead of rookie of the year give him the MVP? His team won the division. The Angels did nothing. So, yeah, so they would have been they sucked with Otani. Clearly from they would I have mean, been way worse without him. Yeah. But that, you know, the tallest of the midgets, so to speak, isn't that much to brag about. Yeah, I mean, based on my answers to your questions, you know how much I followed baseball, so all right, now <laughs> so uh, I, right. I can't help you out with this either way. All right, baseball is officially over for 2021 on flights, football, and anything else. Follow us on Twitter at epotffa and like us, follow us, message us. I don't know if you can or not, but yeah. message us on Facebook, flights, football, anything else. All right, you sent me this the other day. Breaking. This is from David Jesse. Breaking. Michigan State working on historic. 10-year, $95 million contract extension for Mel Tucker. The new deal would make Tucker the highest-paid black head coach in American sports. Well, you know, and you, you might, I know it's your alma mater. Alma, is it Alma? Alma mater. Sure, we'll go with that. I know it's your alma mater, but I rag my own teams, so you're just going to have to bite your lip and bear with me for a second. Um, if this is what I'm going to get... In a in a big game, 
uh, I'm going to rescind that 10-year, $95 million offer because what I saw on Saturday was an absolute fucking joke. Okay, Ohio State's the better team. Okay, yeah, you lose to the better team. Right. I get it. Right. There's no shame in losing to the better team. Right. They fucking scored on seven straight possessions. I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. They scored a touchdown on seven <laughs> straight possessions. And you're going to reward this guy? I mean, that that was, was one. Of, I think that was one of the most embarrassing performances I have ever seen from a team that was supposedly a national title contender. Right. And they went into they went into the shoe and, and got bludgeoned. Literally shit their pants. Yeah. No, I I totally agree. Well, I know I texted you and I said. You know, I took Michigan State plus 21 and a half. And I, I, I'm not going to be one of those guys that only tells you about my winners. I actually, I think, well, geez, God, Michigan State plus 21 and a half. That's got to be a good bet. Well, somebody I, must have known something yeah. then because I don't. Yeah, because that's what, I mean, and that my buddy Rick, who listens to the show, hey, Rick, um, he texted me. He said, what am I missing here? Is that is that a trap bet? I said, I think it is. That's why I'm staying away. But he, I, but yeah, if you're going to bet, I'm taking Michigan State in 21 and a half yeah, all day. Right. <laughs> and that, that was that wasn't even a close. I mean, no. that was embarrassing. Yeah, totally and, and absolutely. I mean, all my all my alumni buddies, you know, we're on a we've got a little group chat thing, and it was. I mean, it's the first time ever I think that everybody came to the conclusion. It's time to go start doing some stuff around the house before the first half was over. That was like me and the Bears when they played Tampa. I was like, I normally will stick a Bear game out, come thick hell or high water. Thin, yeah. I mean, lots have been drinking heavily and I pass out. <laughs> but like through thick and thin, it's like, hey, I'm a Bear fan. I'm going to yeah. stick with my boy. That Tampa Bay game, I was like, well, this is fucking pathetic. I'm not going to sit here and watch right. this. Right. I mean, I'm not going to just sit here and watch a family member be raped. <laughs> I mean, it's like... Yeah, that's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, so, yeah, you, you took the first part of my college segment. Um, and I, there's nothing else to say. It was, you know, you, you take the good with the bad, but that was as bad as I can possibly remember in a long, 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 long time. And, you know, when, when talking with other people, too, uh, talking with my father-in-law today, you know, trying to think of a game. Who have we? Who is Michigan State blown out? Who has Michigan State decidedly beat this year? I don't know. Not there's not one team that comes to mind. As well, a matter other of than fact, Michigan in the second half. I mean, they weren't they didn't not from start to finish, but they actually won that game pretty handily with a dominant second half. Yeah, okay, uh, sure. With the but the dominant second half made it feel like they right. were in control the right. whole game. But they didn't in most of their games. I would say half. Okay, let's just be conservative right. and say half of their games. They won by the skin of their teeth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or by the other team imploding. I actually think Maryland should have beat them if Maryland didn't shoot themselves in the foot five or six times in the second half. Well, if you remember on this pod, I said they were going to have three losses. Yeah, you did. And you did. I don't know if they – I don't know if – now we'll see how good of a job Tucker can do with coaching because now, okay, the game's not meaningless. This, this is going to be the last game for the seniors at Michigan State. Yep. Um, you know the, your senior, your senior son who's been there. So for me to say meaningless, meaningless is you know subjective. Is it subjective or objective? Uh, would be objective. Okay, meaningless is, is an objective. I mean, Michigan State, Penn State to me, yeah, is meaningless. Right. 
I don't know anybody on the team. I didn't. I'm not an alumnus. Right. I don't. You know, and, and both teams are probably going to go to a bowl that only family members care about. <laughs> so, if Penn State goes into East Lansing and drubs Michigan State, no way you can give Tucker that kind of deal. If he rallies the troops, says, "Hey, guys." Is Look this it. deal inked? I don't. I don't know. That's the, okay. Uh, I got you. What I read the text you sent me was a reported offer, right? So I mean, if Penn State goes in there and slaps Michigan State's face and wins easily, I mean, like you know, a, a hail mary at the buzzer. Okay, that's different. But if Penn State goes into Michigan State wins easily, yeah, there's no way I give Tucker that big of an extension, right? If Michigan State goes in and says, "Hey, you know what?" Let's just we got we got two games to play. Let's beat Penn State. Let's win our bowl game and let's move on. All right, then I'll sure. I don't think he's sure. worth, I don't think it's worth ten years, ninety five million. But at least you can say, hey, all right, he he got the he got the troops back together. Yep. And say, guys, you know, Ohio State's done. <laughs> we, right. We're not even gonna watch the film in this game. Right. <laughs> There's nothing we can learn from this motherfucker. Let's burn it. Let's move on. <laughs> Speaking of that. Um, Lasso, Ted Lasso. Have you seen it? No. Come on, dude. I haven't got Apple TV yet. I do want to see the, the show next door, though, so I might have to get Apple TV. So, anyway, uh, there's an episode in Apple TV where that happens. And Ted Lasso's got a great answer for how to deal with that. All right. Anyway. So, uh, before you go to cover your college, the other thing that I noticed that th- this is a conspiracy theory I, uh, in me, and this is eye roll number two from the Fishman at the Fishman 8. Did you notice how with, by walloping the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech, who isn't much better than a JV football team, really, somehow Notre Dame has hopped into the top six? <laughs> Number five on Just people. waiting yeah. to leapfrog Cincinnati at the any given fucking moment. Or, even if they don't, you know... Because how is Notre Dame in this? Notre Dame is not a number six team in the country. <laughs> now, okay, Georgia plays at Georgia Tech. That should be a win. Georgia's the number one team, 62 first place votes, no brainer. Ohio State goes up to number two. They go at number six, Michigan. I don't see how Michigan can beat him. Harbaugh's not proven he can. But hey, shit, it's two versus two at six. Anything can happen. Right. Bam at Auburn. I mean, it, you would. I thought Bama would smoke Arkansas. And th- I mean this is the Super Bowl. This is the they, national championship let, game for they, Auburn. They let they let Arkansas score 35 points. I know. <laughs> and this is the national championship game for Auburn. I mean if Auburn, oh, I mean yeah. if they can cuz this knocks Alabama and it's out. And at Auburn. Yeah, if this knocks Alabama out if Auburn can somehow win. Okay, even though you're stealing half okay, of my yeah. segment. Yeah. Um I've got that's one of my upset alerts. So if you want to you know, right. look at that because it's at Auburn, and like you said, Auburn's money line be, or points? Huh? I don't think I can bet Auburn to win, but I, are you saying take the points? Oh yeah, the points. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. For the points, for sure. But I mean, even if you're All feeling right. a little a little brassy, you can pick Auburn to win. Um, and the other one, are your and you were probably next going to talk about Ole Miss. The problem is they're at Mississippi State, and so you know, Ole Miss should win that game. But Mississippi State is number 25. I know, and it's at Mississippi State, so I've got some asterisks by that one as well. And then you go to uh, OU and and Oklahoma State. Now, Oklahoma State's on a roll, but 
Oklahoma is at Oklahoma State, so you know that's that's going to be a tough one as well. Um, but yeah, like you said, uh, I mean to answer your question about Notre Dame, it's like you said, it's like there's enough people that love Notre Dame, and there's even more people that hate Notre Dame, and so why not, you know, right? Kind of like stir the pot and put them at number, put them at number what are they five, six. Well, no, you're right. You're, you're right. You're, you're right. AP five. has you're them right. at five. Right. Who knows five. what the college now on Tuesday when the college um, playoff committee comes together and tries to put who knows what they're going to put them at. I think Michigan will. I think in the college playoff one, yeah, because this is the AP. That this we're is the about. AP we're talking about. I actually think Michigan's going to be five. Should if you and then, if and you're then, going logically, and then the the logic would be this is. Putting Michigan five is the committee's way of saying there's no way we want Cincinnati in the national championship game, <laughs> or, or the or not the what are they ex- in the playoff? Are they expanding the playoff? That's not this year they expanded it. It's just still four teams, uh, right? I, I roll number three from it. Yes, it is. It's got to be. It's got to be because you know they keep talking about the top four, top four, top four, okay. and they put five and six below. Okay, do you know what I mean? But I know the expansion's coming. Yeah, um, correct. But uh, anyway, so I think Michigan will be five mm-hmm. with the sole because then it's then it's either way. What happened? Here's what. Hear me out. Yeah. Unless the only way this backfires on the committee is if all if Ohio State does to Michigan what they did to Michigan State. Right. If Michigan wins, I think Ohio State drops to four because it's like, hey, two went two five and lost. Yeah. So we're going to still, I mean, Ohio State still is a good team. Oh, yeah. So we're going to put them at four. Mm-hmm. And then Michigan would jump up. It would be Georgia, Alabama, Michigan, Ohio State, and they get to push Cincinnati out. Right. And then if Ohio State Wins a wins a fucking just a back and forth slugfest. Donnie Brook haymakers left and right. Michigan thirty, uh, Ohio State thirty one, Michigan twenty eight. Well, man, Michigan fought the number two team in the country, beat them. So now Michigan can go. Now it can go Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, Michigan, Michigan. leapfrog Cincinnati Daddy. with the loss, or Notre Dame leapfrogs both Michigan and Cincinnati. So. I think putting Notre Dame up, the only reason f- to do that was so Cincinnati is not a top four team. Because the consensus is Cincinnati gets in, they play Georgia, get beat by 60. <laughs> that's what would happen. Yeah. So, and that's why, and nobody wants to see that. So that's why they want Michigan or Notre Dame, figuring Michigan or Notre Dame. Give them a least- better game. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. Not that they're just straight up hating on Cincinnati, but just they want a better. But they're straight up hating on Cincinnati. Because <laughs> Cincinnati, I mean, really, who is Cincinnati play? Right. No, I agree. I mean, they're unde- are they undefeated? Yeah, they're undefeated, right? Yeah. yeah. But so is so is University of Texas San Antonio. The Roadrunners are number fifteen, <laughs> and they play UNT. And I don't even know what UNT stand is. That University of North Texas? Sure, could be. Yeah, it's Texas San Antonio or Tennessee. No, it would be Tennessee. <laughs> It must be North Texas, but yeah, the Roadrunners could possibly move up to forty. The game I want to see, and they can call it the uh, um, Life Lock Fraudulent Bowl, and it could be Michigan State versus Wake Forest. 
Oh, sure. <laughs> they, the, the two most fraudulent teams all year. Fucking Wake Forest went into Clemson and got buried by Clemson. Uh, that one, I couldn't pick the line fast enough. It changed. Somebody caught on to what that what the line was, what the point spread on that. And uh, I couldn't get in there fast enough. I placed the bet, and I said, oh, uh, your bet has changed. Yeah. And then I yep. said, oh, shit. Uh, so... Uh, that's it. That's all I've got. You know, Michigan State's got to beat uh, Penn State, like you said, to, to get their season back on track. The biggest kind of like, besides the Michigan State loss on how bad it was, I think everybody knew Michigan State was probably going to lose, just not that bad. The other one was Oregon. Yep. Holy smokes. But you're talking to one listener who that didn't come as a surprise to because I fucking, I didn't say Utah was going to bury him like that, but right. I told... Dave Potts and the many aforementioned at the Fishman 8 last night at Beefo Brady's. I said, you're not going to have to worry about Oregon anymore because Utah's beating Oregon tonight. <laughs> and they beat them. So that is my one feather in my cap. There you for go. The weekend. Nice. Uh, and so, I, you know, for some reason I started, to, I, I kind of dusted off my FanDuel account again. And I won't go through it because we've been talking about this for a while. But uh, lost my shirt on my Michigan State bets. But if, let's say, I only would have stuck to one of those Michigan State bets instead of the other two, um, I, I probably would have come out even for the day. But, uh, you know, I lost $40 worth of bets, but I won $2301 worth of bets. So I'm only out, what, $1699? Yeah. That's not, it's not horrible, but I. It kept me in a lot of games and interested in oh, a lot of sure. games and flipping back and forth. So um, if you want to call it entertainment, the cost of entertainment, then so be it. There you go. All right, on to the NFL. Uh, you going to start with your Bears first I'm, I'm or gonna, last? I'm going I'm to put that on the back burner <laughs> right. for right now. Um, just when you think you have the league figured out, you don't, just like we said last week. And I'm sure – Bill Belichick listens to our podcast. And when I laughed at him, remember that Sunday night game where oh, Dallas yeah. scored late and beat him in overtime? And that they were and now all of a sudden they've ripped off five straight games and the fucking New England Patriots are seven and four, leading the American the American League. The <laughs> AFC East as the Buffalo Bills let piss run down their leg at home against Indianapolis and got fucking slapped by Jonathan Taylor's five touchdowns. Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five touchdowns, four on the ground and one receiving at Buffalo. Obviously, Buffalo's must be pretenders. Trending up, uh, Kansas City won their second straight game, manhandled Dallas. Uh, Minnesota, a nice... Rebound. I'm not going to say Green Bay's trending down. I mean, fuck, they're 8 and 2. Yeah, 8 and 2 because they haven't had their, or 8 and 1, whatever the Green Bay's record is. In Minnesota, they went to Minnesota. Green Bay was down the whole game. Rodgers led them back. Four touchdowns, 385 yards. Cousins led the Vikings back, and a game winning field goal was time expired by Greg Joseph. Vikings trending up. Um, the, the team that I think you got to give the double thumbs up to is the Cardinals. For the third straight game, they were without DeAndre Hopkins. The second straight game, they were without Kyler Murray. And I think they're 2-1 and one in those games with Colt McCoy. I mean, Colt McCoy is terrible. They went into Seattle and won. Seattle, 
Uh, the only thing I can say is Russell Wilson's my quarterback in two fantasy leagues, and enough said. That's why they suck. <laughs> but if you got, you could be a high school quarterback, and if you can sit there in the pocket for five minutes and decide, you know, and, and check down six times, you're probably going to do okay. Yes. Yeah, sure you will. But I mean, still, I mean, to win without Kyler Murray is a plus. So. Oh yeah. Lions. In the game, lost at Cleveland. So I am going to, I I think my FanDuel account is at $250 unless I see a game in hockey that I really like between tonight, what time, it's uh, 8.09. I don't think I'm going to be able to get a single game parlay in on the uh, Sunday night football game tonight. So I'll lay off of that. So I think regardless of the line, regardless of who starts, because the Lions at 0-9-1 are going to beat the Chicago Bears on Thanksgiving Day. (laughs) You think so? Because when you let a first-time NFL quarterback come back after the red rifle, fourth and 11, fucking 50-some-yard touchdown pass to Goodwin, Marquise Goodwin, gives the Bears the lead. And you let Vil, I'll tell you what, Vildor, if you interview well, he's number 22 uh, corner for the Bears. If you interview well, I might hire you as a merchandiser. It, the interviews, because I tell you what, you, you ain't making it as a corner in the NFL, my friend. You're fucking terrible. I do appreciate that you were on the bench with your head in your hands, realizing that you absolutely suck. I get it. And you'll maybe, you know, so, I'm not, you know, hey, I'm not going to beat you when you're down. Like I said, interview well. You and just I mean, did. Interview well, and I might hire you. I don't even remember his first name. His last name is Vildor, number 22. And he was beat more, he was beat more than a, a redheaded stepchild. Um, but... Again, your defense lets a fucking Michigan State will take him on. <laughs> you get your defense lets a quarterback who has never started go eighty fucking yards for the game-winning touchdown. After the, really, the defense really had played well all day. Again, but no Marquise Brown, aka Hollywood Brown. No, no V Jacks. Excuse me, who was sick? Not COVID, but was sick. They played well all, all game long, except that last drive. Um, I, I'd like to I'd like to rip Nagy, but so anyway, two hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> in my FanDuel account. It's on the Lions on the money line to win on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> Just thing. so all of it, <laughs> all of it for the Lions to win. It'll be well worth it. My mom and everybody will because then. <laughs> I won't be happy that right. the, the Bears win, but like, well, okay, at least I doubled my fan duel. <laughs> right. So and then at least I can get into some betting in the, the, the next weekend. Right? Um, they're just uh, Khalil Mack season ending, ending surgery. Yeah, what a bust that's been. Hakeem Nix out again this week. The guy's 300 pounds. He's the biggest pussy in the world at 300 pounds. When he's on the field, he's great. Unfortunately, he's never on the field. So, um, Bildor, we've already discussed him. Yeah. Um, I'm not giving up on Justin Field. I, 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 but it was funny how Dawson, 
Dalton came in and really kicked ass and took names and then whatever. But, yeah, Bears 3-7. and seven. If they won that game, oddly enough, they were right in the thick of playoff contention with the 0-9-1 Lions coming to town or, or going to the 0-9-1 Lions. But it's it's a dumpster fire, and they're shit. They're, they're a fucking dog shit team. Mooney's a quality receiver. I'm not giving up on fields. They're going to get their second-round pick to tackle from Oklahoma State back next week. I, I don't Well, I, I take that back because it's a short week. Possibly there's some good young pieces. I don't think Nagy's the guy to lead them. Burn that severed ties, burn that fucking bridge. Fields is only he's only been in the league this year. He's not like he's gonna. Oh God, my brain's wrecked. I gotta learn a new system. There's potential there. Fuck, I'd have traded Mac when they had the chance before he fucking foot surgery out for the year. Got some building blocks for it, but whatever. Anyway, they lost. And oh, God damn it, where's yeah, the aspirin? It, it's it's, <laughs> it's frustrating because they fucking played a good or game. Tylenol, Jesus, yeah. aspirin. Who? How many times have I watched that movie? That's ah, the equivalent. We <laughs> that was like the remake. The remake version's aspirin. Um, but yeah, it's just it's it's frustrating. There were two. I mean, really, the Bears only had two big plays. Right. Other than that, they didn't do anything offensively. But whatever. They they, they will lose <laughs> to the Lions on Thanksgiving, so our listeners have chance. Now to, because it's Sunday, it'll be out late Sunday night. So if you listen Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, you can fatten your bank account. Take the line. Don't even waste time with the fucking points. You're not, it doesn't give you the payout. Take the Lions <laughs> on the money line. The Lions, even with that clown that was the quarterback today, will beat the Bears. I'll go, I'll say 23-13, Lions. Book it. You heard it here. All right, Mike, let's get on and uh, rate this one before you have an aneurysm. So, uh, you're first. Uh, silly boys. Silly boys. Like like we discussed earlier, I think you could seriously rake some leaves, cut some grass. Interesting flavor. It would be interesting to see if we would have started with this where I would rate it it. But even though my dislike for bourbon... I like the highball drifter better, so therefore I cannot rate this higher than 365. Um, 337. All right, for most of the same reasons that you did, I rated it at 3.20. It's a good sessionable beer. It's a good lawn mowing beer, but nothing to blow your dress up. Right. I think I would have rated it higher had we started with this. Because this Maybe. is easy drinking, just yeah. pound them, yep. grip it, and rip it. Yep, agreed. All right, well, let's see what our fine friends at Untapped are saying. And punch this sucker in. Was that a good computer sound? Sorry. Oh, I, I thought you didn't spend the budget on the new computer to the ranking system? Because, <laughs> no. yeah, I thought that was our, our new computer ranking system. No, that was just me. All right. All right, so... <clears throat> Uh, here we go. Oh, at, whoa, uh, this one only has 669 check-ins. And, well, if you ever look up Booth Bay, Maine, you'll understand why. It, uh, 3.70. Yeah, that's, that's a bit much for this rating, but I mean, drinkable, but 375 is a little. Well, 37... What did I say? Three, three seven zero. Oh, three seven zero. Three seven zero. All right. Yeah. That's that's a little bit high, but I don't know. But a good beer.
All right, Mike. Well, this one, uh, I can't say this one's going to be a good beer only because we actually had this one before, before we started the pod when we were kind of getting together on Sundays and starting to try different beers and before we came up with the idea, hey, we should do this right. on a podcast. So this one, we actually rated when we were doing this off pod, not favorably to say the least. This is a Shorts Brewing... Uh, Tree for Madness. Uh, hops open the door. American India uh, IPA. So it's American IPA. It is 6.8% with 85 IBUs. All right. And I think when we tried this before, and this was, again, this is what, two two summers ago. Yeah, because I, we've been doing this pod for 101 episodes, which is damn near two years right so so my, yeah, my third, yeah three, three summers, summers, three summers ago. ago yeah so this one was we both kind of yeah because it was like we were coughing yeah, out of hair i think even on our uh because the way we used to do it before the pod before we even dreamed of doing a podcast one of us would bring over a six-pack to the other person's house right and it would it would be six so we would drink three beers of the same one. <laughs> and we had to yeah we had to it, it was, was a like, gut check to finish it, right, this one yeah. W- they weren't very few of them were IPAs actually in the very early beginnings. I mean, right. It was you know yeah amber ales and uh, lagers and yep yep. So so we had one when we started this podcast Hazel's nuts right that we both gagged on pretty well and said oh this is horrible this is. Skunk piss. That was blah, episode blah, blah. one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah one or yeah. two. One, I think. But um, so I saw this in the cooler at Opperman's Cork and Ale, and I thought, you know what? When we tried Hazel's Nuts later, we both kind of liked it. Right. So I'm thinking, well, let's try this again, see what happens. All right. God, let's hope I have a one good pour out of three. All right. There we go. There's a There's proof that I've been doing a, a beer pouring podcast for 101 episodes. Yep. Yeah, those are money shots. <laughs> Peter North would have been proud of those. I like that I Austin want, Brothers glass you got that yes, in. I, yeah, I do too. I wonder if the young, youngins appreciate the old Peter North money shot as much as I do. Probably not. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, you, you smell you smell it. Almost smells like that uh that that hemper that we drank with the, the wow weed. yeah it's crazy you bring that up but here's this is the thing after the three that we've had I'm not getting 85 IBUs but maybe that's because this is the third tasting actually, very hoppy yeah, you smell actually, the actually fairly smooth right <laughs> on the note so it smelled. Dank. Well, it's supposed to. It's I mean, that American like piney. Yeah. I mean, I think they interchange American IPA with West Coast IPA, or they're very similar because they're supposed to be more bitter and have that piney aftertaste. Piney was also a character in the. Um, <laughs> oh fuck the, the biker gang! Oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck Chuck's Chuck's <laughs> yelling at me right now. Listening. Uh, Sons of Anarchy. Thank you. God damn it. I, I got, got one. I, was, I, I just kept wanting to say Hell's Angels. I'm like, that's, that wasn't the name of the show, Hell's no. Angels. Yes. Woo. 
Sons of Anarchy, mighty. Yep. Recovered from that senior moment. All right. Anyway, so we're gonna enjoy Tree for Madness. I think a little bit better than we we did, did originally. Job, yeah. yeah, for yep. sure. All right. What do you got? Because if you don't got anything, I got some. Yeah, stuff. you got some. Because it's my random question, so we don't want to get rated on the random question yet. All right. So some other football news. I came across this article. Uh, California School for the Deaf Riverside. Okay. Okay. Um, they've got an awesome football team right now. Every single one of the kids on the team is deaf. The coach is deaf. Um, their their last opponent when the article was written, um, they beat them eighty four to twelve. No, and their second string was in the game for the whole second half. All right now, before we go any further, yeah, this isn't a joke. This isn't right. Does this team play against? Regular sounds wrong. I don't want to say regular, but but is it? Are they in like a handicap league? No, kids that can hear, they can. They play in a regular. They play in a regular league with kids that can hear. The only thing that's not necessarily quote unquote regular about it, it's because this they've only got 168 kids in the high school, so they play an eight player oh, okay. league, kind of like here in Michigan. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, this and is, again, this that, is there, was no, there was no joke right, to be right, had right, there. I was right. just a legit question. Like I mean. Right. Is it a, the school of the the deaf team that is playing against the quadriplegics? Then, <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, so. Yeah, no, all right. no, no, no. <laughs> that would be, be a wheelchair it, league, Mike. It must be hard to get them to jump on a hard count. <laughs> but that, that you, would, no, someone would think but that you say this, that. but it is true, though. But you I, say that, but let me explain here. So, listen. Um, this is their first division championship in 68 years. So, yes, I believe from what I read, all the other teams in their league, you know, those kids can hear. Okay? But they've actually, uh, they've got a coach that's turned it around and helped them be aware of because they're deaf, you know, all their other senses are heightened. I thought that was a myth. No, that's not a myth. That's a fact. All their other sen- all their other senses are heightened. They are very. Vi- I saw a, a show that I watched where one of the students or the the characters was blind or deaf, and they said that was a myth. No, my other. Uh, I was. Uh, well, maybe he's got some issues then. Okay. It was, yeah, it was the um, the one that Liz and I just watched, the blind girl that fucked everybody. Oh Jesus! So you're going off of that? <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Well, All right. If they say it on the show, it's got to be true. Right? All right, back to reality. All right, go ahead. All right. Um, <clears throat> so, no, they said right now that because they're because visual acuity. I mean, you have to because you can't hear what's going on. You're paying attention more visually, so they have a they have a, a better sense of who is where visually, um, and you know from when the ball is snapped. You know, they're because they can't hear. They're not keying on the the count. They're keying on the only thing they can key on is when the ball is moved, right? right? So, you know, they've they've worked on trying to make those advantages as opposed to disadvantages. The quarterback has scored twenty two touchdowns. Uh, he's their leading rusher. Um, the thing that's if you can imagine it though, imagine this: uh, they don't have a lot of money at this school. There's not a lot of financial support. There's a dirt track. So imagine this really, like, really rough, um, not very level football field with a scoreboard from the 1970s 
with a dirt track around it. They don't even have a Mondo track. They don't have a rubber surface track. They have a dirt track around their football field. That really um, shouldn't. They've got to do with no, the no. But I'm team. saying they're not. You would think like, okay, well, they're doing so well. Maybe somebody's pumping money yeah. into the system. They got all these advantages financially. They don't. You know what I mean? They've got like road construction lights as their you know football, their stadium lights. Um, so they're really like this is these guys are really dug deep and really came together. It's a feel good story. Is basically well, what that's I'm trying why I to. asked what who they're playing against because they're I'm, playing against other high schools that have 168 to 200 kids in their in their high school. Right. So there may be some they may be able to hear, but they have no electricity. So you know they have they have to use those because no yeah, so eight, eight man football is. Okay, hey, it's still a field. I mean, Michigan so, has what? Is, is it eight or nine or eight, eight. seven or eight? Who cares? It's not football. <laughs> but anyway, I, it's a feel-good story. A feel-good story for those who don't have. I give up. Enough. You're doing this pod by yourself. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's. I get it. it's a feel-good story, but I just it is against. I mean, it's not like they're the California State champion, Division Five A champs. No, but they've come. They never mind. I mean, in 68 years that this school has been in existence, okay, they've been playing football. It's their first shot at a at a championship. All right. Well, you know I hope I mean? they win. When do they? When's the title game? Yeah, I don't. And may, by the uh, this article I read early last week, so it's probably this weekend. Yeah, maybe. All right. We'll have to. We'll I'll have, have to, to look it up. For. Exactly. What is their? Then you didn't even bother to look at their name. Is it? The, I tried to find it in the article, and the the dipstick from the New York Times that wrote it didn't bother putting in like the it's the Riverside Bobcats. I have no idea. You can look it up the, right the, now. The, river, the Riverside signs. <laughs> well, they said that they they're throwing in they're throwing in hand signals so fast that nobody can you know nobody from the other teams they're not going to steal any signs because they just can't. They can't pick them up as fast as they're throwing them out there. So they're, they're really taking a lot of their what people would normally consider disadvantages for the deaf and turning them into advantages. Um, so it's pretty cool. I highly recommend you look up the article and, and read about it. Um, okay, here's another one. All right, go ahead. While you're looking that yes, up to try to yep. find their... Now, my question to you, and this is not yeah, a that's why, question. That's why I didn't fucking follow up. It wasn't that I was a, wasn't doing... They want me to fucking sign up for the New York oh, Times. Oh, yeah, don't so worry about it. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> the New York Times, go fuck yourself. That's yeah. what you're talking yeah, about. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, my next one. Question. Yes. Not a random question. Would you heat your house with little pellets if you had a pellet burner? Okay. Would you heat your house with pellets made from used uh, senior citizens' diapers? No. Why not? I just... So apparently, though, if you're in Japan, because of the aging population, and they've got too many used diapers from the uh, from the from the uh, old folks' homes, that they found a way to recycle them and turn them into fuel pellets. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I would do it they're, if they're, I didn't know it ahead. It's time. disinfected. Well, sure, but yeah. Knowing it full hand, just like, you know, I wouldn't eat turtle soup. If you said, hey, I made some turtle soup, I'd be like, yeah, I'm good. Right. But if you said, here's here's some delicious here's soup, some chili. why don't you try it? Oh, yeah, yeah, here's some chili. Yeah. Oh, this is good. And then you let me finish it. That was turtle. Then I'd be like, 
Okay. <laughs> you know, okay. But if right. you tell me, hey, you're heating your house for shit, right? I'm my, the way my mind works is I'm going to be like, I smell it. And then, <laughs> and then, even if three thousand people walked in and said, I don't smell it, I, I smell it. it. Smells like shit in here. <laughs> so I couldn't do it. So if I if I didn't knowingly do it, I would heat my house. Right. Okay. If I knew that's where it was from, I couldn't do it. I just uh, my OCD would let me. This is shit. I can't do it. All right. Well, I ran. I ran across. Uh, I ran across. <laughs> Woo! Third tasting. I ran across this other article. Um, so what happens in a divorce when the two people that are divorcing are from the 0.01 percenters, you know, as far as financially? <clears throat> so what do you do? You got to, you got to, of course, you got to separate the art, the art collection, right? right? Sure. And you, you take it to Sobeys and, or Southern, so- Sotheby's. Sotheby's and. You or Sobeys. I mean, Sobeys might be a little bit cheaper. Sure. <laughs> Whichever place you want to take it to. Um, and you know, you split up the art collection so you can, you know, finalize the divorce and whatever. So in this particular divorce, in this article, uh, their art collection fetched $676 million. It's not bad. No, it's not bad. And you're like, well, so what? You know, it's the 0.01%. That's not a big deal. This one piece from Alberto, uh, Gia Comment, Gia Com- Pronounce that for me. It's very Italian. Uh, Gia Cometis? Sure, because I can't. I, I don't know. I you can't, can't read my writing. Yeah. Okay, it's called Lenez or The Nose. Okay, so I want you to take. You can do this later, listeners. You could do this later as well. But look up the art piece, The Nose. And somebody paid $78.4 million for this. Look it up. I just sat there and stared at it and like just kept asking myself why, like a broken record. That's why. I, I, like why? It's funny you mention that because that's one thing I don't get with art. I mean, literally, somebody throws paint at a canvas, and it's yeah, the Dawson serenade, yeah, sadness. Right, and it's like, oh, what a what 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 the what Dawson was trying to say there was, uh, it really sucks to have animal cruelty. And it's like, really, it looks like he just threw fucking paint on the wall to me. I just brought up a picture of it. That that is a painting. No, that's a sculpture. It's a sculpture inside oh, that he, rack. Alberto Giacometti. Giacometti. There you go. Oh, I, you said painting, Seven. but you did said, I say yeah, painting? You said painting. Uh, but, no, it's a sculpture. But my yeah, fault. that sculpture. Unless somebody's using it as a sex toy, I wouldn't give you. <laughs> I wouldn't give you thirty thousand dollars for that much loss. Seventy-eight point four million. And it's estimated between seventy and ninety million dollars. That's yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> that's just like the painting where everything splashed out. It's like that's not fucking painting. I mean. I, I have no artistic ability whatsoever, and I'm like, I can do better than that. You fucking threw paint on a canvas. Right. Yeah, I thought so, that would, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, the nose. By the, yeah, so it's definitely a sculpture, not a painting. And then, yeah, if you paid $70 million for that, you're a fucking idiot. But an idiot with too much money, but an idiot nonetheless. <laughs> All right, the last thing. 
It's becoming more and more popular. We're getting them around here. Apparently, we're getting one supposedly roundabout. Yes, traffic, no shit, traffic circles. I just thought of that because yeah. everywhere you go, everywhere I go, bitches always know. <laughs> no, we're getting traffic circles everywhere. What do you think? They're stupid. I, I don't like them. I don't see where the the big time saver is, and. I mean, everybody yields, so how is it saving any time? I don't like them. Apparently, it's safer. Because instead of getting T-boned, everybody gets sideswiped. Okay, well. They're not saying that there's fewer accidents. They're saying that the accidents are less severe. Because you're turning into the circle, someone comes along and sideswipes you. It, you know, it's not a, it's not a straight-on T-bone. Right. As opposed to a four corner, so I don't know. It, but where it's yeah, I don't know. But it's coming to as hell. it's coming to a corner near you, yeah. especially when they're two or three yeah. lanes. I've only come oh, across yeah. one three lane one in my life, and that was just like, oh god, what the hell do I do here? When we were on our way to Tennessee, Josh and Jamie missed it, and the only reason why I made it is because Liz had been on that roundabout. She said, no, to go seventy five north, you got to be in this lane, stay in this lane, and you'll get. And yeah, I don't like them. I think it's man trying to outsmart himself by coming up with ideas that are unnecessary. Four-way stops, yes, they're annoying. Yes, sometimes the lines are backed up long. The only thing I can say, if you're running late, leave earlier. <laughs> right. That's all I can say. Yep. Um. So what we have here, Dave, I mean, I have to bring it up just because... It was a fuck you from the week before. So without further ado. Alright, as the listeners remember last week my fuck you was to independent bank for you know as we, I explained, you know, the, the one account that goes into our Roth IRA was over, you know, and Roth took $50 and $50. So I had a $34 and $34 overdraft fee. And then for nine straight days, I got a $6 overdraft fee. So it was a $122 penalty. Right. Maybe could have fought it, but, you know, I'm I'm a man's man. I took my man and said, hey, shame on me for not checking the account. So, and I, and I said, I gave the big old fuck you to independent bank. Um, last week, and hey, why don't you just check it from my other checking accounts? Because I have two other checking accounts that have substantially more than the $122 that you withdrew, yada, 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 whatever, whatever. And I'm sure somebody from Independent Bank listens to Flights Football and anything else. Because, of course, yeah. Um, so we recorded on Sunday. It was released Sunday night, Monday. And I want to say on Wednesday, I get something in the mail. Hey, one of your accounts has been recently overdrawn. Here are some options to prevent this, and you can link another account where money can be drawn from this account. It's like, well, okay, well, fuck you. That's a little like putting a <laughs> condom on after you fucking have let it rip with your significant other and then say, oh, shit, I better put the condom on. Well, a little too late now. I've already fucking paid the $122. I don't need the fucking reminder. All I'll do is make a better note to myself to make sure there's enough money in that account that I don't ever use for anything else other than my my Roth accounts 
for retirement from my wife and I. So for the second week in a row, Independent Bank, I give you a big fuck you. The only one I have is it's a foreshadow to next week. So I've got my two-week appointment on my scope that I had on my knee. I called up, and I think I mentioned this in a if I didn't, I'm mentioning it for the first time here, but I thought I mentioned last time I was into uh, the doctor that uh, did the surgery, I spent two hours from my appointment time to the to the point where I actually saw the doctor. Now, that's not totally uncommon. It happens to a lot of people. But when I called up and, and, and scheduled the two-week appointment after my surgery and said, hey, you know, is this normal? Is it, you know, I waited two hours last time. And, you know, the first reaction, the initial reaction was like, well, yeah, well, maybe not two hours, but it's usually, you know, there's a bit of a wait because of this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, really? That's how you do business? So anyway, we'll see. I'll let you know. Next week, that could be my fuck you. All right. Fair enough. Now, um, I've got something here. Now, those of you that live in this region, in the upper Midwest, uh, you might have a Meyer, okay? And that's spelled M-E-I-J-E-R, Meyer. Meyer Thrifty Acres, for those of you that have been around for a while. And lately they've been putting out these really um, kind of snazzy, jazzy potato chip flavors, right? They've had a lot of good stuff yes. out. So we're going to do a really quick taste test uh, for... Anybody that hasn't seen this and maybe wants to look into it, you like your potato chips. So I'm going to have Mike try the one on his right. Okay. Yep. Now you got to cleanse the palate a little bit. What do you think? Little pickle on the nose. A little dill pickle. Okay. I'm thinking. Now try this one. Okay. Well, that's even more picklish. All right. Um, second one was dill pickle, just dill pickle. Mm-hmm. First one was dill pickle with a little bit of heat to it. I think the first one was hotter than the, the second one, but I had a little pickle taste to both of them. How do you like them? Like them a lot. They're good. They're very. I, I would, if you are going to say to me, hey. You can only eat out of one bowl the rest of the night. I'm going to take the first one because the first one had a little more heat to it. Okay, so the first one was the kettle-cooked, hot and spicy, New Orleans-style potato chip from Meyer. Okay? All right. It doesn't say anything about pickle, but supposedly right. we got some pickle out of that. The second one you tasted, the one you, you liked but liked a little bit less, was the Meyer hot and spicy dill pickle, classic crunch. See, not the hot and spicy dill pickle wasn't as hot and spicy as the Nashville, but I don't. I, yeah, you mean the New Orleans. Yeah, the New Orleans. Yeah, the New Orleans. <laughs> so. So, but you know, if you're if you haven't been looking, look at Meyer. They got a bunch of. They're trying to jazz up their potato chip aisle. Uh, some of these flavors are really good. Uh, I decided to do it this week uh, simply because we've had some. Actually, I think some better ones in previous weeks, but we just never put them on right. the pod. All right, Dave. I think it's time for the random questions, don't you? I do. All right, so give me a second to go through this real quick. Then I, there's, there's a random question within. 
No other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not covet. Okay, so now, what are those? Ten Commandments. Okay, thank you. So now, it's a kind of a two-parter. And the first one is like, okay, so now, what stock is put into in Christianity slash Catholicism? And I don't even think it's Catholicism. It's Christianity more than Catholicism. What stock is put into those? Because the, the Ten Commandments are like the big boys, right? Those right. are those are the biggins, yep. right? Right. All right. So what stock at your demise and your belief in the afterworld are pinned on those 10 things? And the real random question is, which one of those have you broke? And if you say you haven't broke any of them, I'm fucking flat out coming on the stage right now, episode 101, (laughs) and saying you're a fucking liar. Uh, I don't have them committed to memory, so... Um, well, we'll go through them again. Well, covet, we'll, go through them, we'll go through them one, one by one. Okay, right. no other gods before me. Okay, you have your belief. You probably and you're yeah, not putting no, it. So, I'm, yeah, well, you're good. There. I'm we're, good there. We're, we're I'm both good, good there. there. Yeah. Um, you shall not make yourself a carved image. I don't even know what that means. I'm going to say we're both good there. Yeah. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. I'm guilty of that. Done it. Mm, yeah. yeah. So, okay, so now, so now, all right, let's stop on commandment three. So does that mean we go to hell? I mean, because I've I've said many times, oh god damn it! Right. Okay. So. Right. Am I out? <laughs> you know, yeah. No. Yeah. You know, you know, uh-huh. Do I just like linger? No, that's the whole point. Forever? That's the whole point. Okay. So what? What? Okay. That leads me to my. Um, remember the Sabbath day. The Sabbath and Sunday is a day of rest. For many years, I fucking worked on Sunday. Right. To provide for my family and, you know. Oh, yeah, no. You know, but remember the Sabbath day. Right. So I've broken that one. But did you go to church in the morning? Not every time I worked, but I did. Um, honor your father and your mother. Okay, we're good there. Yep. You shall not murder. Not, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we're is good. That, <laughs> is that including animals or people? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm still good. <laughs> I'm still good either way. You haven't hit a squirrel with a car? I don't think so. I I think a bird committed suicide into my fucking windshield once I never fucking hit anything. No way. I take that back. For the loyal listeners will know I, I think I hit a, I, I think I did hit a squirrel. Okay. Okay, so uh, you know. Right. That wasn't murder though. He fucking killed himself. That wasn't murder. But so yeah, we're both good there. Alright. No, I'm not good there. Um, Are you kidding me? You shall not steal. I've blown birds and uh, <laughs> well, small mammals and you blown them? <laughs> Blown them out of the sky, you know. I, All right, but yeah. now you shall not steal. Um, in uh, was it first grade? I yeah. don't care when it was. I, think I stole I, David Selucky's uh, little magnets on a string thing, but my parents made me go to his house and apologize and give him back. Okay, well, if you gave it back, he didn't steal. That's the only time you've ever right. stolen anything. All right, because I'm out on that yeah. one too. I'm out on that one too. All right, you shall not bear false witness. You've never lied. I've lied. 
Yeah, I'm out. I'm out on that one. White lies? Even if it's like for a birthday party or like a surprise or... Is that included? Well, no. If you're just trying to get somebody off the set to protect others, that's not a lie. Yeah, whatever. I lied. And by the way, I forgot number seven. You should not commit adultery. Okay, we're good there. Yep. Um, but you not should not bear false witness. I've lied. And then you shall not covet. I mean, that to me, that one right there is the deal breaker. I mean, it, it depends on what level of coveting. You, that, um, covet anything? God has promised to meet all our needs, from both spiritual and physical, and we should therefore be content with whatever he has provided. Yeah, I've wanted more money. Or... You know, I actually thought the, the the true command was thou should not covet thy neighbor's wife. I've heard that before, but is that's an abbreviated new version of right, it? Right, yeah, or, that might yeah. be, the, yeah, because they, they yeah. may have like even dusted that on the carpet and said, well, everybody looks at like, I like to bend her over the table. And so I think I think they may have amended it, but it's still, you. it's like, who has not said, oh. I'm sure, what, I'm sure that's oh, what the priests that were, look that at were the guy, amending that were saying. Look at the guy, oh. Wow, look at that fucking 2022 Mercedes that guy's driving. Yeah. Oh, God. I'd give anything I'm, dri- that. I'm driving my 77 Pinto. <laughs> God damn it. I would, and then just, fuck, I just had another one right there. I just took the Lord's name in vain. Lord's name in vain and coveted the 2022 Mercedes. So, okay. So, you know, it's kind of a random question without an answer, but so... so those are the Ten Commandments, the big boys of the bunch. Right. We've both admitted we've broken a at couple. least a couple of those ten. Right. Now what? That's the random question. Well, I mean, if I know sitting in the pews in a Lutheran church, it's, you know, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are knowing that we are going to sin. So the answer, now what, is that as long as you repent on some level and you're going to church saying hey i screwed up you know i know i screwed up sorry about that you know and you are you know uh, you know going to church and and keeping the faith then you're okay <laughs> okay that and but, thus, in the, but in the catholic church it's different no but it, but then thus and Right now, my mom's probably debating whether or not to turn this off. She's getting very mad at me. Okay. But, okay, so now let's revert back to we had this a similar discussion episodes ago. And it was like, okay, so now thou shall not kill. Commit murder. I fucking stab you right now. You're dead. Right. And it's like, you fucking really should have known who was American League MVP. That motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry I killed Dave. Oh, I don't know. I'm very apologetic that I killed Dave. So now, so now where does that lie? Okay, I fuck, I killed you. Mm-hmm. And my reason was like, you, you stupid son of a bitch. You should have known Shoei Yutani won the American League MVP. Ah, boom, you're dead. Oh, I, I can't believe what I've done. I'm... I, so sorry for what I've done. I should not have killed Dave for something so trivial, trivial as not knowing the American League MVP. Right. So now I'm good. It depends. But see, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like that, <laughs> and that was the question weeks ago. Right. It's like where? Okay. So what do you mean? It depends. I mean, okay. Well, okay. Do you want to know? Do you know what I'm? What I mean by that? Yes. Who's, who's ever controlling the gate? If you believe in this, right? 
Okay. Who's ever controlling the gate? Supposedly, they can look into your heart. They can know how sincere you are, how much you've changed. They supposedly can know how how sorry you are. And so, if it's just like, oh, I'm just I'm just saying sorry because I really want to stab that motherfucker because he didn't know who the American League MVP was. You know what I mean? But I want to say sorry because I kind of want to get into heaven and don't want to go to hell. If that person controlling, if that person, if that, if the, if the entity or the being or whatever controlling the gate or the the way to get to heaven sees that, feels that, knows that, they're like, hey, tough shit. You're going, you're okay. going down, Mike. Right. And now, thus, and the unexplainable this, this of this. Is, this are we where, seriously having a theological discussion is, after the third tasting? This is where my expertise as a podcaster lies okay because i think the random question three four six episodes ago was biggest fear right. my biggest fear is death well why is your death your biggest fear well what happens when you die okay and your belief is you know you have i said 21 virgins and then the, <laughs> the, the, the big dog the big dog from phil and nacho says i think it's seven virgins or whatever the case may be and he was actually right so my my total of the number of virgins was wrong and the big dog from phil and the nachos was right so okay and then so so then the, it all circles back to here it's like so, okay there's 10 commands that we all abide by you and i both agreed right off jump street that we've committed We've went against. I mean, we're only at seventy percent, bro. We broke three of the ten, right? And then, you know, so right. And you're talking some video, you know, like you're like some Rod Sterling, Twilight Zone, <laughs> alien esque You know, uh, not alien. Uh, when the uh, the old man, the dog, the dog kept barking because the devil wanted the dog to go that way. The day, and oh, there's no dogs allowed. And he's a well of Dogs not allowed with me. I'm not going there. Oh, that's a good thing you didn't go there because that's hell. This is heaven. Dogs are welcome here. And then the dog, you know, that's a whole Twilight Zone episode. But so that, so that's my point of the whole random questions. Like, all right, so you and I bat seventy percent. You know, 60, 70, 80 percent, whatever it is. Right. So that'll get you into the Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. So then, well, so what's the, okay? So random question subset B. Like, so where's the line? It's like, okay, well. You broke nine of them, so okay, you're out, you know. But right. but hey, hey, you're fifty fifty, uh, and then it's up to a coin toss, or yeah. I don't know. Again, for our religious listeners, I'm not making fun of religion. I'm you know I'm trying to get to the bottom of right all of this. So so say it's Saint Peter. Yes. Right. Yep. He's what at the say, gate. Yeah, Pete. What's going on, bro? Yeah. And so supposedly Pete can look into you and see I, where see, you're at. See, that's kooky. That's to me. That's far fetched. That's the to me. That's almost more far fetched well, than River. The whole thing is. I mean, if you're talking about how far fetched it was with with heaven and hell, I mean, if you're going to believe in that, you got to believe in the fact that you know, um, you know, the 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 Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, or Saint Peter, or whoever can can tell, can look at your soul and right. say where you're at. So what you're saying, we should just go to 7-Eleven just rob them. Take the money in the till, <laughs> take all their lottery tickets, scratch them off, and no. we'll go from there. Yeah. I don't know. So that's... Yeah. So... So you, you just got to... You got to have a, a self-check, Mike. Where are you at? Where are you at, bro? Well, I'm at 70%. You mad, bro? 
I'm at seventy percent. So yeah, but how do you? Is but that how good do you, enough or not? But how do you? Because St. Peter's gonna look like you're a lying motherfucker. <laughs> St. Peter's gonna look at me and say you're a lying motherfucker. And I'm like, well, yeah, I. But I told you I lied, so don't I get a bonus point? And thou shalt not covet. It's like everybody fucking covets everything. So how's that mother? That motherfucker's on welfare. How's he driving a 22, 22, 2022 20, 20, Corvette? Right. Mother, how's he driving a twenty twenty two Corvette? He ain't fucking worked in six years. And that ain't covenant. So now, so now he's going to heaven, and nobody knows how he's paying for that twenty two twenty twenty two Corvette. And I'm fucking going to hell because I coveted the fact that he has the Corvette. Stop. That's crazy. Stop talking. I can't breathe. That's crazy, this Dave. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, it is. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know my mom. I know my mom's mad at me, but yeah, she'll get over it. <laughs> oh God. All right. How about we rate this beer? Yeah, let's rate, let's rate two for madness. <laughs> How about we do that? All right, my turn. Yes, sir. I'm going to rate it a lot better than we did before. Oh, for, uh, that, we, that we are in agreement on. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go at a at a 3.5. Uh, no, never mind. I'm, ba- I'm backtracking on that. It's not a 3.5. Uh, 3. 2, uh, 3. 3. 3.5. 3.35. 3.35, and I, I don't know. Ugh. I'm a, I'm in such a good mood after that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Between three and three point three five, I'm enjoying it a lot better than I did the first time. I'll stick with the three point three five. All right. You're a little confused because you're really trying to. Get, you know, it's like I'm trying to. to I'm him. trying to get oxygen back yeah, into my system like, yeah, right I now because I can't. How many? God, am I am I really only at sixty percent of the Ten Commandments? <laughs> um, all right, yeah. Like you, I did like it much better than the first time we tasted it two years ago. Um, silly, Bo- I liked it better than Silly Boy, so it's going to be higher than 337. Too dank to go my favorite tasting of the night. Uh, so Highball Drifter was 365. I'm going to put this at 359. No, oh, all right. Okay. Good enough. What about our? Uh, I'm glad fine I brought folks. this back to the. Oh, fine, folks. Yeah, I gotta do that, don't I? All right. Let's see. And okay, two point seven thousand check-ins at three point seven five. So the hop-loving folks that uh, tried Tree for Madness. Probably with that 85 IBU. I'm thinking they go into the cooler, into the cabinet, yeah. or you know, at your local um, Opperman's, whatever, and you're looking for that high hop taste, that high IBU. You know, you're probably going to rate it because that's what it right. is. Hey, I, I was right in the neighborhood, so I'm not going to yeah, argue. Yeah, with yeah. It. you're not too far so. off. You're not too far. But off. it's amazing how our tastes have changed. Because I remember when we did Tree for Madness before the pod, we hated it. Yeah, I, I mean it I, was like. Oh! I think I poured my last one into the into yeah, the bonfire. I mean, I mean, yeah, it was it was literally the old um, is it Meisterbrow commercials that had the bitter beer face where oh, the yeah. guy. Yeah. That's what we had when we had Tree for Madness the first time, and I I did not get that this time. Not at all. Not at all. <sighs> all right, Dave. As I look down at the bottom of my glass, I can see I'm out of beer. 
And as the late great Stuart Scott would say, <laughs> you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here.